hello to our wonderful and faithful audience and anybody else that might be listening too. <laughs> um, in, you know, NSA or whatever. Um, you have opposing the matrix. It is the 18th of January, 2021, and it is 6.30 in the, well, in the evening, actually. Almost said the morning. Uh, anymore, you know, with the darkness, it's the same difference. <laughs> but, uh, hey, Brian, how you doing? Good. Good evening, Dave. Hi, audience. Yeah. So we were, um, man, oh, man, folks, we have stuff to talk about tonight. Um, there, there's, there's a lot of stuff coming down the pike, and... Um, you know, I, uh, the other day, Brian, I was thinking and I, I was like, you know, all this Q stuff, you know, was it all just a sham? Was it all, you know, just a psyops operation, you know, and, and, uh, you know, to get us to kind of calm down and not, not do anything while all this stuff was going on. And it may well have been some of that. Um, and what really bothered me, I think, about, about Q is that, um, when I heard started hearing trust the plan and have faith in the plan, well, I'm sorry, but my faith lies in, in someone much higher than the plan. Uh, it, it, my my hope resides in um, in Jesus and, and in our Lord or our Father. And um, uh, the plan is just something that if it's if it's true that He's using, um, just like He's using Trump, uh, much like He used Cyrus back in. Um, the uh, times that are related to in the Tanakh. But um, so uh, anyway, uh, I'm going to, Brian, if you would, you know, you, you pretty hyped up on this and, and I'm, and rightfully so. And um, if you could uh, kind of relate what you've heard and what we've heard, but, uh, uh, but you've listened to it a couple times. You've ha- you have a little bit of an advantage on me. Um, the reports that we're getting out of Washington and things like that. And then we can, we can build upon that. Yeah. Thanks Dave. Yeah. A lot. Hi, hi America. It's good to, to speak to you guys tonight. Um, wow. Where do you start? Uh, well, like Dave mentioned, we originally got reports that Trump was going to win and not to worry. And, and then we waited and waited and we hadn't seen anything happen. And then, uh, we started hearing Dave and I reports that it's going the other way, that Biden was going to be uh, sworn in on uh, Wednesday, the 20th. But the information that I've gotten and Dave has gotten in the last few days from um, credible um, sites on the Internet that do these investigations that have inside people. And, you know, we don't know for sure. I'll just put that out there right now. We don't know for sure what's going to happen until it happens. Obviously, only God knows what's going to happen in the future. But from everything that I've read and listened to in the last few days is that the reason there's 26,000 troops in Washington, D.C. is because Trump is going to use some information he's received to take down the deep state. I don't want to get in too much detail because um, I, I just don't want uh, anything getting out that shouldn't be out there. But basically, from what I've heard today and Dave, is we're not to worry that this is going to work out, that uh, Trump got some information uh, that finally got to him a few days ago. Uh, remember, folks, they, uh, he called for an investigation of the fraud that was happening in all the states and uh, foreign interference. And yes, he lost in the courts, but that doesn't mean he didn't still 
was pursuing that, and he uses the DOJ and different agencies to get that information. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it was the Attorney General was working on that. Finally got the report. It was supposed to come out in December, but it came out, I think, a few days ago, and Trump got it. And from what I understand, it's it's pretty telling about the corruption during the election process, and not just in our country, but other countries around the world were involved in this. China was one of them, Iran was another, and different places in Europe. And, and I, this is, we'll find out if this is really gonna happen, but he's got this information and he knows that, that this was stolen and not just stolen, but basically the United States had been under attack by foreign countries. They attacked our election process. They hacked our computers. They they've threatened some of our um, physically threatened some of our uh, our citizens. And so, um, from what I've heard today, that no pun intended, but it's a pun. Trump's going to use the Trump card. <laughs> I don't know when this is. I don't know when this is going to happen. If it's going to happen tonight, tomorrow. Or, or Wednesday, or if it's going to happen at all. But every indication has it that something big is going to happen. Something big is going to happen this week that's going to change our country for the future. Uh, and if Biden stays in there, believe me, folks, and this goes for everybody listening that's a Democrat, Republican, liberal, it, it doesn't matter. We're all, we're all citizens of this great country. We all have families, and it's going to affect our families. Mm-hmm. Our, our right to for spe- free speech is going to go away. Our right to assemble for religious services is going to go away. Uh, our guns are going to be taken from us physically. And I'm not making this stuff up. You can just go back, YouTube some of the speeches and things that the Democrats and in leadership, including Biden, have said publicly. Yeah, uh, they're, they're, they're going to do this, Dave, and, uh, and yeah. they're going to do it. And I don't mean to scare people, but we need to be a little scared and we need to be ready. But hopefully this won't happen. Hopefully Trump will do the right thing. And he does have a legal constitutional authority to do this because um, help me out here, Dave. The insurrection law of 1808, I think it is. No, 1870 states, something, I think. Yeah, 1870. Yeah, that you're right. Thank you. Mm-hmm indicates that if the foreign entity interferes with our election, that the election process or the election results will have to be stopped. And and actually, it's an act of war by that country, what they did. But it would stop everything, and Trump would stay in there until everything is fixed, either a runoff election, a new one, or they will find the fraud that stole the election from, from our president, and he will remain president for four more years. But um, from every indication I've heard the last two days, something's going to happen. And I think Trump has a lot of uh, information that we don't know. And if you notice, folks, and Dave, uh, we've talked about this. Mm-hmm. Um, Trump's been pretty quiet, comparable to what he usually is. You know, obviously, he took him off social media. But he usually is on television. He's been pretty quiet. So something's up. And if if uh, he doesn't do this, then 
like uh, Dave either said, I think on the program or before, I think y'all on the program, God is really a control. Right. And the scriptures are very clear. We're to fear God more than we're to fear man. Mm-hmm. And uh, because you, you fear man who can kill the body, but fear God who can kill the body and the soul and cast them into hell is what the scripture says. Right. And I'm not going to put fear in anybody, but I want, we need to have a reverence for who really is in control. And God is in control. He is. And right. this is his planet. And we're, we're the people of this planet and, and we're his people who know him. So hopefully God will honor uh, our president uh, for the many great things he's done for the last four years. And folks, one of the things he's done that stands out to me is he moved the embassy from Tel Aviv, Israel, to Jerusalem. That's a direct prophetic uh, verse that was came true under this president. Right. And it says in Genesis, I think, Dave, I can't remember, I think it's 8, I couldn't, or maybe something like that, verse chapter 8. The Abrahamic covenant. Yeah. Yeah, those who bless Israel, God will bless. Those who curse Israel, God will curse. Mm-hmm. So um, our president, whether you like him or not, he did the right thing. It doesn't mean he has to be a super pastor, super spiritual Christian. He did the right thing far as scriptures concerned in God's eyes. Right. And and so I, I just my opinion that that right there would be enough to, to keep our president in power. And God is the one who puts people in power. Mm-hmm. So if he happens to put Biden in power, then that's what he wants. But if you put I think he wants uh, to put our our president, Trump, who won the election actually won it probably by over 80 million votes easily mm-hmm. and was stolen from our American people. So, uh, but basically that's what's going on folks. And Dave, we talked about this earlier that there's stuff going on and, and, and actually in DC folks, I don't know if you know this, but you probably know there's all those soldiers, but did you know there's a squadron of F 16 fighter jets? There's a battery of Patriot missiles stationed to take down cruise missiles around the Capitol. Mm-hmm. If this is supposed to be for protests and inauguration, why all this military? Something's coming. That's so, right. Well, you know that report, uh, Brian, uh, that we were, you know, that we both watched or listened to, I should say. It was kind of yeah. like this program on YouTube. You know, you yeah. you click it and you listen to it. You can't watch anything. But anyway, um, it was talking about uh, the Chinese actually having. Um, you know, they, they always send over those container ships, and they have been for a number of years, decades, actually, um, filled with containers. Well, they were saying, um, and actually showed a picture of one of them, that um, there the, some of the containers that are, are you know, could, that could be out there. I'm not going to, I'm not going into any definites tonight, okay, because too many people do that, and they get pie on their face. But uh, anyway... Um, some of those containers actually house um, missile batteries in them that can launch cruise missiles and, and other kinds of missiles. Um, and it showed a picture of it. It actually, the top of it actually raised up with hydraulics. And you could see four, four big missile tubes, which might be cruise missiles, I don't know, and, and a bunch of smaller missiles that look, look more like they were um, surface to air missiles or something like that. And, um, and supposedly that some of those might be in some of the ports that we have. 
Um, and I find it awful interesting that since COVID started, uh, they haven't been unloading those ships. Uh, it's funny because, um, uh, what was it, last Monday, uh, actually the week before, I called the tire store because it snows here in Oregon. And and uh, you can have a four-wheel drive, but if you don't have the right tires, you got to, you know, you have problems. Anyway, um, so there was a particular set of tires I wanted, and I called, and the guy said, well, you know, uh, I called several of the same store, uh, same brand store, um, and, and was told by by two of the stores that uh, these tires were impossible to get right now uh, because they're still on the ships, which means that the container ships haven't been unloaded, which I find quite interesting because of COVID. Um, anyway, I did find a dealer that had the like the last set on in Oregon and Washington, maybe even California. I don't know. Um, and I did procure them, but um, so they're not taking the containers off the ships. Now, that could be a blessing or a curse because if, if those containers that have those missiles in them are down below containers that are above them, then they can't be used. Um, you know, it, it, so I, I had a thought earlier today, Brian, that, you know, the Navy should just go in with and torpedo every cargo ship that's in port. Um, you know, and then we wouldn't have to worry about yeah. it. But, um, anyway, uh, so, uh, so these things that you know, we were talking about the, uh, Patriot, uh, batteries. There's also some that I, I heard were in Alabama and I think Georgia, Northern Alabama and Northern Georgia, which would almost seem to suggest to me that, um, that maybe the Cubans or the Venezuelans were going to, you know, maybe launch missiles in our direction. And, uh, and those batteries could take those out because why put them in those two states? That just totally befuddles me. But um, anyway, um, so uh, that having been said, it's it's awful interesting that uh, that those Patriot missile batteries are out there. Um, they must be expecting something. And um, now, when we talked, um, I've, I've heard conflicting reports that. Uh, there was one guy that was, was talking the other day and he said that, uh, that Trump has the backing of the whole Marine Corps, um, most of the Navy, uh, the Coast Guard and, uh, and, uh, what am I forgetting? The Army. Uh, the Army, the Army though is in, in question because, uh, when they were listing off the services, the guy who was the Army, no. So, um, <clears throat> So I don't know exactly how many generals in the Pentagon or in the uh, the, the chiefs of state um, are are in league with Trump. So that's I find that a little worrisome. But you know, like you said, God's got it all under control and in His hands, and those guys could keel over tomorrow. Um, but uh, we were talking earlier, and um, and for some reason, why well, I, I know the reason why you know the Lord wanted me to do this, but uh, um, I. I was directed back to um, the handwriting on the wall in um, in Daniel, and excuse me, I gotta turn on my browser to find out what chapter that's in because okay, it's Daniel chapter five, um, and, and without going into much uh, detail, I don't want to read the whole chapter because it'll take a long time. Um, but what happened was, um, if, if you're familiar with your history or your biblical history, um, the, the the Jewish people were um, were placed in exile and brought to um, um, Babylon, and it was said that they would be there for seventy years. That's seven zero. 
um, years, and um, and after that, that they would return. So toward the end of that, uh, well, actually, let's let's back up a second because um, the person that actually attacked Jerusalem was uh, Nebuchadnezzar. His father was Nebuchadnezzar, and Nebuchadnezzar was, was kind of an old guy and, and didn't really get involved in stuff anymore and put his son in charge. That was Nebuchadnezzar. And uh, Nebuchadnezzar had some children, and one of them was um, <laughs> Belshazzar, or Belshazzar, I should say, because Belshazzar was another name for Daniel. But anyway, um, so this guy decided, you know, like, uh, you know, we're, we're the best in the world. We're going to have a party and and everything, and, and as an insult to God and to, to the Jews that were b- being exiled there, um, he broke out all the um, the drinking cups and stuff that uh, the gold cups and the silver cups that came from the temple, and um, and was sacrificing and um, and basically paying homage to his gods, and uh, <clears throat> and out of nowhere, all of a sudden, a hand appeared and started writing on the wall, many many tekel pasharin. And um, he couldn't figure out what that meant. And it freaked him out. Imagine, you know, if you're sitting there with a bunch of friends and um, all of a sudden this physical hand just comes, just a hand, (laughs) comes and starts writing on your wall. You know, that's in any circumstance, you know, whether you're on drugs or sober, (laughs) that's going to, you know, kind of get your attention. Well, it says that it seemed to suggest in Scripture that he... um, it uh, it scared him so bad that he, his bowels loosened up. And, uh, you know, anyway, um, he was very scared, and he called all his soothsayers in, and they couldn't answer it. But they said, there is one guy, his name's Daniel. Have him come in. He'll tell you what it means. And um, so he interpreted it to mean that, you know, your, your, your kingdom has come to an end and that the uh, Persians are going to take over. And I know I'm skipping over a lot, but, you know, just to be brief, but... Um, and uh, that very night, I do believe it was, um, the Persians had entered the city, and Babylon didn't even know it was taken over, I think, for a, a week or two. Um, that's how good the Persians were. Well, um, the, the funny thing is that, uh, you know, any, anybody that does tactical work knows that you have to look out for eventually anything happening. Okay, so what the Persians failed to do, because... Um, the Euphrates River used to feed um, Babylon, used to run right through the center of Babylon. And um, <clears throat> what they did is they put gates on the um, on the tunnels that led through into Babylon, or the gates, I should say. They were they were called gates. And uh, but they never take put the gates all the way down to the bottom of the riverbed. So the Persians went ahead and, and diverted the water, and as the water got lower and lower, the uh, Babylon or the Babylonians didn't recognize it that night. And uh, the soldiers from Persia just snuck in, um, and they took over. And then um, they recognized, the Persians recognized Daniel because Daniel showed them in the scrolls where um, <clears throat> their captivity would only be seven years. As a matter of fact, it's uh, the book of Isaiah, I believe it is, um, mentions uh, the name of Cyrus, who was the leader of, or the leading general anyway, of uh the Persian Empire at the time and said that, you know, basically he said that, you know, I'm using you for my glory, Cyrus, uh, or Darius, sorry. And um, so anyway, um, what happened was, um, you know, Daniel was um, was honored by actually the Babylonians for giving a correct uh, interpretation, um, which that 
basically it's kind of weird because, you know, it kind of uh, prophesied their doom or read their doom. Now, how, how does that kind of compare with what we're doing today? Well, what's happening today is that um, uh, Trump is, uh, has said for a few months now that he's going to declassify everything. And, uh, and if he does, there's going to be a lot of damning evidence against a lot of the Democrats, uh, all, all the leftists and all the deep state and everything else. And that could be a kind of equated to as a parallel to the writing on the wall. And um, like in the story of Daniel, uh, that's portrayed in Daniel, it didn't take long before there was a, before the Persians were actually in control. And, you know, um, if you look at it from in parallels, maybe Trump is already in control of all this. And these other people think that they really are. I mean, yes, he's the president right now, but um, we're, we're, we're being the, um, in control of the uh, operation. He, um, uh, you know, he, he's there and he knows what's going on. And, um, so anyway, um, so my, my suspicion is that, um, either the day before, which would be tomorrow or, um, just before the, uh, inauguration, all this material is going to come out. It's going to get dumped out just like the writing on the wall. And, um, the, uh, a lot of people are going to see that they were duped. Now, uh, Brian, um, I know that when when um, the people that stormed the Capitol, and a lot of them were bad players, they were Antifa, and um, and a lot of the uh, Patriots didn't recognize it. And uh, I think Patriots should have to take an uh, Antifa class to be able to recognize who's who anymore. But if a guy's mm-hmm. walking around with a buffalo hat on, you know, you know, he's he's probably not a Patriot. Uh, but anyway, um, so. Uh, Supposedly, uh, well, not even supposedly, Nancy Pelosi's um, laptop was stolen. And I think there were other 12 other laptops that were stolen, too. Um, and they were prominent people in the Democratic Party who lost their laptops. And um, I, I would not be surprised um, if, uh, you know, that, that Antifa was thinking it was pulling one over on the Patriots. But Trump actually sent Patriots in with Antifa to get these laptops and he's got those laptops in his, in his office and he's got, you know, they've been, um, thoroughly examined and all the secret emails and everything that are sent back and forth are in Trump's hands. So there's some more damning evidence. So, um, like I said, we don't know what's Mm going to happen, but he certainly has enough evidence to, to, uh, sign the uh, insurrection act. And, you know, a lot of people, Brian were saying that, um, well, you know, he has to make a proclamation that there is an insurrection. You know, well, he made that last summer uh, when uh, Antifa and Black Lives Matter were burning down cities. He actually used that word. And um, and I do believe that he, he used that act. I think it was in uh, Minneapolis uh, and in a few other places, too. So um, I don't think that there is actually a um, an expiration date on a proclamation for an insurrection. And when you think that these people have been planning this and, and ru- basically they ruined his, his four year term as president, uh, because of all the fallacies that they've been brought up against them, uh, there has been an insurrection going on for the last four years. So he basically, when he, he, he did the thing for last summer for the cities, he, uh, he was basically just cementing it. And like I said, I don't think there's an expiration on that. And, um, <clears throat> so the, um, uh, the Insur- uh, insurrection act that he uh, that he 
he didn't sign it, first of all. A lot of people are saying, oh, he signed the insurrection. No, that was, the, the act was signed back in the, the 19th century. He was just uh, enacting it. He was enacting the act and, and um, looking for the right word, but proclaiming it or um, there's another word that I can't think of right now. But um, anyway, he, uh, he's he got every right to do what, uh, what he has to do. And, and I can't see this guy backing down and just saying, oh, well, I give up. I'm going home. Um, his life, if he were to give up right now, um, this country would go right down the drain, of course, uh, for faster than it is now. And he would also, his life would be treacherous. It would be terrible for the next, however long he lives because they would be trying to get him on everything. And, um, and Nancy Pelosi with her little, uh, tirade about, uh, um, impeaching him um, over what happened in the Capitol. That's, you know, we, we all know that that's a bunch of garbage, but um, it, she had to know it would never go anywhere because the Senate has to, you know, has to ratify that. And he's going to be a private citizen um, come January 20th if he doesn't, you know, if things don't go the right way. And if that happens, he, um, the Senate cannot try a um, private citizen. It's against the law. And that's, uh, a private citizen has to be tried in a, a court of law, not by the Senate. Hello? Everything okay over there? <laughs> Hello? Yeah, you okay? Yeah, there's a lot of, oh, a lot yeah. of moving around or something. I don't know. But anyway. No, um, it's not here. Oh, okay. That's weird. That's probably another Skype thing. Um, anyway, so, you know, there's there's a lot of interesting things coming up now. Um, getting back to the soldiers. So is there anything else you wanted to add to that, Brian? Um, uh, you know, we talked about the missile batteries. We talked about, um, now is there, are there tanks there? Are there, um, other, are there other things that, uh, that we didn't talk about yet? Yeah. One of the, it reminded me one of the things I heard today, um, was that, that part of the military is, pro-Biden. You know, Obama's got his people in there still from his his legacy, his eight years. There's still military people in there that favor Obama uh, against Trump. Right. And they were, um, this whole thing is orchestrated by China. All Everything, the Democrats and China are the two main players in this whole mess from all summer, including covid it was a biological weapon made in a lab in China, released on purpose, and that's why we are in our lockdowns now. The lockdowns were used to change laws, to change election laws, to make a narrative that Trump is bad, that this is his fault. I'm, right. I'm just, in a nutshell, that's what this whole year has been about. It's been about taking power and taking the United States for their own. That's what this is all about. And in saying that, one of the things I heard today on this audio that I heard from this website, which was really good, um, that a lot of these generals and a lot of the leaders in the military are pro-Biden, pro-Obama. But Trump got information from the DOJ about China involvement. And so bear with me here a minute. Um, Sure. Dave. Um, audience, 
when communists take over a country, at first, it's it's not just an invasion by troops. It's a, an invasion by ideas. And a, a philosophy comes in. The children are taught from being very young in school that this is the way that life should be. And Germany was a perfect example of, of that, raising children to hate Jews from a very young age. And so we got World War II out of that. Hitler came out of that. So what's happening now is we have these the these leaders in our military and our intelligence agencies that hate Trump. But um, what happened was that I've read and I heard is that Trump got information about China and what, what they want to do, Biden's, they went Biden, they put, they, they put Biden in because he's pro China. Everybody knows that mm -hmm. he at some time in the future, not very far in the future, he's going to allow China to literally come into the government. There's 75, and this is, this is a fax, because they talked about this on the news too. There's 75,000 troops in Canada on the northern border of America. There's 175,000 Chinese troops down south in Mexico, or even maybe further, but they're down there waiting for their signal to come in. So what's happening is Trump got this information the last few days, this is what I've heard, and met with these generals, met with these admirals, met with these military leaders, and said, basically, this is in the nutshell what I was, what I heard, is that if China comes in here, guys, I'm paraphrasing, if China comes in here, they will take over the country, and what usually enemies do to their to their host country is they kill the leadership. They right. get rid of all the military leaders. They kill them. They execute them. This happens all the time in Middle East. Mm -hmm. I mean, look at North Korea, South uh, North Korea, Iran, even in Turkey, they do this. In right. Syria, they do this. South Africa, they do it all the time. So to Americans, this is like, oh, are you kidding me? There's no way they would do that. Yeah, they would. So China comes in by the invitation of Biden. They eventually take over the country with military forces. And then they start killing off the leadership of the military because they don't need them and they're a threat. Mm -hmm. So I think what I've heard online today and what I read is that Trump got this information, showed it to the military, and even the hardened Biden military supporters now are on Trump's side because mm -hmm. they're not dumb. They're military experts. They know that this could actually happen because right. it's happened in in different wars. That's that's how it is. And so they're thinking we help Biden become president, he brings China and we're dead. Right. Literally. And so the rumor has it that Trump showed this information to these generals, to these admirals, to these higher ups in the military, and now they're on Trump's side. And now they're gonna go up against Biden. They're not gonna go with Biden. That's what I heard. And then the other thing you mentioned about the container ships, it's funny, I live in, I live in Southern Cal and I'm maybe 15 miles, 20 miles from, um, oh, from a, a main port, uh, one of the biggest ports in the United States and uh, Long Beach, Long Beach, San Pedro um, ports. And it's, it's huge. It's one of the biggest ports in the country, if not the world. 
And where I work, I work up on a hill that overlooks the ocean and those cities. And I was driving the other day at work, coming around this corner. I look out, I can see San Pedro. I can see Long Beach. I can see the ocean. I can see the Catalina Islands. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And something I noticed, and it didn't, it kind of hit me kind of strange until, and I, I kind of forgot about it. There, it looked like a parking lot of ships right off the coast. Huh. I mean, they, they pull in close to within a mile of the port and they're just parked there. There's container ships, there's oil tankers, there's small ships. Big, I mean, I, I counted 30 to 40 before I couldn't count because I was driving. Uh-huh. Off quick, I was counting as quick. I counted at least 30, 40 ships just sitting there. And it's unusual because that's the, one of the busiest ports in the world, and they get those ships in and out. That's their job. That's how they make money. They don't want them sitting out there. Right. And they were just sitting there. Uh, it looked like an invasion fleet. Huh. So when you mentioned about the container ships just sitting there, and I can verify visually because I saw it just two days ago. Uh, these ships just sitting down now, are they still there? I don't know. But I've lived in this area uh, for five years, and in five years of working where I'm working, I've never seen that in five years. Right. So maybe it was just a fluke, and there was a strike for the, there was a strike at the dock, dock strike, I don't know. But Mm -hmm. a lot of things are happening that's really weird, and um, I never thought I would live to see this happen in my country. But, you know, I was thinking, well, why is this happening? Well, um, who, who knows for sure, but, but there's a couple of scenarios why our country has gone this way and why it's gotten this bad. And one of the things is that uh, when Roe versus Wade got, uh, got passed and abortion came legal, um, uh, that was like almost the start of the morality, the drop of morality in our country. It's right. just, you know, that was right after that was, it was in the, I think it was the sixties, late sixties was the Roe versus Wade. Uh, I think it was 72. Then, yeah. Mm-hmm. 72. But then they took, didn't they? Yes, that's right. 72. And then they took uh, prayer out of the schools. Mm-hmm. I think that was after that or before that. No, it was, time, that was the early sixties. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they took prayer out of the schools and then they make abortion legal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Two things you don't want to do. If you want God on your side and you say we're a God-fearing Christian country, those are two things you don't want to do. And obviously, um, people who don't fear the Lord allow that to happen. They don't have a reverence for God and his beliefs. And But there's a consequence. And when a people or a nation turns starts turning their back on the living God, there's consequences. And so... But there are good people living in this country, a lot of millions and tens of millions. So God has allowed us to even with that, that happening in our country back that many years, God still has blessed us. And he's given us a chance after chance after chance to change these laws. And our so-called Republicans in the House and the Senate, and I'm doing air quotes with both hands, folks, right. um, haven't done a thing to help us. There's been a few there are out there that are good people. You know, Ted Cruz is, is a good man. Marco Rubio is a good man. There's others that are, that are good, but they're fighting against a vast sea of corruption. Right. And so this whole thing, this whole election thing, ha- didn't just happen overnight. 
this has been a process that started in the 60s, has continued till now. And now we're seeing the fruits of what happened many years ago in the spirit realm. We're seeing it in the physical. Can it be changed? Yeah. That's why God put Trump in there. I believe he put him in there as a man to give us another chance to, to turn this country around. And, you know, um, it, it says in the scriptures, you repent, turn from your way, your ways. God will heal your land. Right. And he'll bless you. And um, we need we need to turn from these things that have taken our eyes off of who we are and who God is. And we need to turn toward him and repent. Whatever it is in your life, it's just we got to repent and then repent as a nation. And uh, I believe that Trump was put in there by the Lord, obviously, because it says in Scripture he puts leaders in there. But I believe, and I could be wrong, that he still wants them in there because there's a lot of good people here that are praying for this country, that are patriots, that love this country and want to do what God wants them to do. Yeah. And that's what America was built on, folks. It was built on these principles, God-given principles. And not and not all these men and that wrote the Constitution were actual believers in the Lord, but they were God-fearing people. Mm-hmm. And God honored them with uh, this awesome country and the blessing. We're, we've lived so long in peace and so long with everything being relatively smooth compared to the rest of the world, what they've gone through. But now... Now we're at a, a pinnacle point. We're at a, 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 a crossroads. And I believe we pray, ask God to reveal the darkness, ask God to cleanse our country and to heal our hearts, ask God to give us our country back. I believe he can do it. I believe he wanted to do it. He wants to do it and will do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, this this what's happening. Uh, folks, I'm going to be plain and clear here. This is a fight between good and evil. Right. It's just it's, it. It really, really is. Uh, this is a fight between good and evil, and uh, we need to uh, really be on our knees and praying that God will heal our lands, heal our hearts, and heal our country. Because um, yes, though God could be coming back soon. Who knows? I know some people out there. We believe that the the taking away of God's people could happen any moment, but we don't know when that is. Yeah. We may be here another fifty years. 100 years. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to live under 100 years of socialist rule or communist rule. And um, and I don't want my kids and grandkids to. That's so this right. is a time, if there's any time to really pray, and I mean that, get on your knees and pray, is right now. Mm-hmm. Pray for our president. Pray for wisdom. That he has wisdom in making decisions that will benefit us. And it's not just us. It's 350 million other people who live with us. Right. And uh, there's just a few in the number of people in the country. It's really just a few that are causing all this trouble. And this few are in higher ups in our country. And they're the ones that are causing this trouble. Most of us are hardworking, loving Americans. We love our families. We love our God. We just want to raise our kids and our families and live on this earth where God has put us. Mm-hmm. And we need to ask God to really help us right now. And uh, something's going to happen, I think, in the next 24 to 48 hours. Uh, and we really need to be praying for the next two days for our president. Definitely. 
a president, our soldiers, and everybody else that's going to be involved in this. And um, they said that um, in that video or that audio, um, it said to basically just to stay, stay away from the capitals and stay away from the cities if you can, um, because that's where a lot of stuff is going to go down, of course. Um, it's it's funny how, you know, and I, I don't want to place um, any of our audience or even you, Brian, into a, a category, but um, wicked, wicked people tend to like to live in cities. <laughs> um, you know, it's uh, look at Lot and his wife, you know, they, they, they really had it made. They had, they were living out in the country. They, they had, you know, animals and stuff like that. And I don't know what happened over the years, but the, you know, we find out that he's living in Sodom um, and sitting outside the gate. And, and if you read some uh, extra biblical sources, he was basically praying for that city. Um, but um, so it's, it's, it's it's interesting how um you know people uh, the cities have an allure to them and you got to admit it's it's easier a lot of times to live in a city because you know hey if you want to get a coffee it's right down on the corner you don't have to drive 7 miles you know and stuff like that so there are, there are many many conveniences and then and a lot of good people live in cities okay um so it's it's um you know, if you do live in a city or around a city, you know, just be careful. Keep an eye be on your back, what's going on and stuff like that, because if anything ugly is going to happen, that's where it's going to happen. Um, you know, it, it's it's interesting because uh, they say that, uh, well, let's go to Ecclesiastes. Um, and it says, uh, and it's in Ecclesiastes. And, and I've, man, I don't know how many times I've quoted this scripture on this show. Um but it's uh, basically, um, we've read uh, what George Santiniana uh, said about uh, those who don't uh, study history are doomed to repeat it. Well, he's kind of a latecomer, you know, and he was kind of plagiarizing scripture uh, because it says in scripture, the thing that has been is what it sh- is the thing that shall be and that which is done is that which shall be done, and there is no new thing under the sun. Is there anything whereof it may be said, see, this is new? It has been already of old time, which was before us. And remember, this was written like a thousand years, um, uh, close to a thousand years before the birth of Jesus, or Yeshua. And um, he continues, and he said, um, there is no remembrance of former things, neither shall there be any remembrance of things that are that are to come with those that shall come after. So in other words, it's it's a, pronunci- a, a pronouncing a decree that basically that mankind is doomed to repeat the same mistakes over and over and over again in this falling state anyway. And um, so I, I did a little research today, a little study, and... Um, I don't know where to start here, but uh, there's something called the uh, the Titler uh, cycle of history, and it bears a lot of witness as to what's happened in our country and what continues to happen. Um, oh, that's right. Thank you, Brian. Um, Brian reminded me. I got to get on the chat. Um, all you got to do, uh, Brian, is. Uh, Get into Spreaker.com and then go to Opposing the Matrix, and you you can um, 
read what the ladies are saying. Um, so, um, let's see. Okay. Anyway, um, the Titler, um, circle and it starts out with bondage and, and you know, this country was born because, um, uh, we were under bondage to the King of England or the monarchy of England, I should say. Um, and, um, so it says after bondage comes spiritual faith. And that always, you know, whenever there's a persecution, whenever there is a purge or anything else, people, well, remember when the twin towers went down, all of a sudden church attendance went up, right? Um, not that that means anything, uh, because, you know, it fell right away after, you know, a couple of weeks, everybody just went back to what they were doing. But anyway, um, so spiritual faith follows that. And after that, courage. Well, yeah, you need spiritual faith to have courage in, uh, in many instances. Um, you know, if God is for us, who could be against us? That, that sort of thing. So then we fought the Revolutionary War. Um, then we were granted liberty under the Constitution. That's the next one. And then the next one is abundance. Well, there's never been a country that's had abundance like the United States has. Never, ever in the entire history of the world. There have been monarchs. There's been papal authority that's had abundance, but not where anybody can, nothing where the regular man could actually work his way up and, um, and acquire more and more and become abundantly secure. Um, but uh, now, now things are down at the bottom of the circle and, and next comes selfishness. And we can see that in our society. You know, we can see it in the church too, actually. Um, you know, you, people just go to church to go. They don't go to church to fellowship. They don't go to church to, um, seek out prayer from, from their brothers or sisters or offer prayer to, to those who need it. Um, after that comes complacency. Um, let the other guy do it. Boy, Brian, I'll tell you, I don't know how many times people have said, Hey, this is unjust. And I go and I, and I start to address it. And then I look behind me and there's, I hear crickets, crick, uh, you know, in the background, because, you know, yeah, they wanted something done, but they didn't want to do it themselves. Everybody else is going to take care of it, not me. You know, and then uh, then comes apathy. Um, yeah. People become apathetic. Uh, I don't care. What's the use? Why should I vote? Here's here's apathy for you. Why should I vote when my vote doesn't count? You know, well, you know, <laughs> that's kind of like shooting yourself in the foot and then complaining that you've got a foot wound. Um, then comes dependence, and we've seen dependence in this country for years, right? Uh, the welfare state, um, and don't get me wrong, because some people do do need help with welfare. Because, and I hate to say this, uh, the church really doesn't do its job when it comes to orphans, widows, and um, and others who who are in desperate need. And uh, and then it goes right back to the, the bondage again. So that's the complete circle. Um, now I was told taught by my dad who was taught by his dad and, and, and you know it goes all the way down the line and i even have a military book my great grandfather got when he served in the panama canal and before they or about the time they were building the canal and um, it's the difference between a democracy and a republic okay so um, there was this guy back in in greece named plato and plato um was a pretty wise guy. Um, he didn't, you know, he didn't have the Lord or anything else, but uh, when it comes to earthly wisdom, he was, he was pretty smart. And, you know, he goes in how, um, uh, usually it's, 
things start out with an aristocracy, and and we all know what that is, you know, kings and and things like that. Uh, but he was always cautious to say that the king must be a philosopher, and I kind of see that in Trump. You know, I see him being not not a king, of course, because we don't have kings and, and queens. But you know, he was elected to be the president, so he is our our leader, and um, he is a philosopher. Uh, uh, many times he's proved that to be true, and uh, and and in this society, you know, you just have to have common sense, and you can be a philosopher. Uh, uh, common sense is really lacking in in our in our society, but. Um, so um, he goes on to say that, um, let's see, Plato identified three classes of people in his aristocracy. First, the philosopher kings who rule the state. Below this class, the soldiers or the guardian auxiliaries in this class that maintains orders. Um, and lastly, Plato identifies the third class as producers of goods that must support the ruling class. And that kind of describes our country. Okay. Um, now again, I'm saying that we're not an aristocracy. We're a republic, but, um, at the same time, you know, this, we have a leader and then we have, um, I guess you could put Congress and, and the Senate into the, um, this, this, the auxiliaries or the soldiers, but, um, you know, we have a different kind of society than they had back then. But anyway, um, and then there's the people that support everything. You know, we pay our taxes, that money goes to, to pay for things, to pay for the infrastructure and, and everything. Well, nowadays it pays for everything, including being sent off to foreign countries by, by the, the leftists. But, um, um, it says Plato sees his philosophy, his philosopher man, who is good, a quality that leads to happiness. Uh, this philosopher is not tempted to abuse his power, and he does not seek material goods. And, and man, that's Trump right there. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so then he goes on to explain. Then the next thing is called the democracy, um, and it's uh, uh, despite all the goodwill of aristocracy, eventually de- degenerates into democracy. Uh, this happens when the when in subsequent generations, the guardians and the producers start to include people of inferior nature. And I think of the Senate and the House of Representatives and I forget that, that, but, um, the people are no longer cultivate only virtues, but also pursue wealth. The change occurs in the constitution, a change occurs in the constitution whereby leaders are allowed to pursue their personal interests. Boy, isn't that truth? Uh, the governors of this regime uh, value power, which leads them to acquire it by means of force instead of using their intellectual capacities. There's not one intellectual. Well, there may be a couple on, in, on both houses of the floor right now, but um, for the most part, they, they, they usually make laws to achieve what they want. An uh, in, in instance would be voting themselves in raises all the time when the rest of the country is starving. Um, and then an um, oligarchy. As the next one, um, it says later the democratic regime further deteriorates into an oligarchy. This is a system of government that is composed of two classes, rich and poor, um, where the rich govern the poor. And that's what they're trying to do to us, by the way, uh, which leads to the, what leads to this deterioration is um, the following sequence. Democrats are allowed to own property and accumulate money because the money provides for pleasures it eventually becomes more valued over virtue. 
Now the governor, now the governors rework again the constitution of the state, giving power to the rich only. This is the birth of an oligarchic regime. And what do we hear, Brian, about if Biden gets in office? One of the two things that they're talking about. One of them, I think, is packing the court, right? So that they can make yeah. their own. Mm-hmm. They can make their yeah, own, that's right. Yeah, they can make their own laws and and and. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was another thing that I can't remember right now, but um, help me if you do remember. There were two things that he promised to do um, if he got in, pack the courts and something else. Well, but, he's uh, going to uh, um, he's going to legalize 11 million illegal aliens day right. one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm um, trying to think. I can't. I yeah. There's something else. Yeah, and I just, for some reason, it just, now the third one is democracy, and that's what everybody, oh yeah, our great democracy. Well, you know, we've never been a democracy. We weren't made to be a democracy. That's what they want to turn us into. And it says eventually oligarchy uh, degenerates into democracy. Freedom reigns. The lower class of the poor grows up. The lower class of the poor grows, and the poor become winners. Everyone is free to do as they wish. The democratic man has many unnecessary desires and his life has no aim or priorities. He's just interested in what he can buy with his money. And, uh, boy, does that describe a lot of people? Um, and then there's tyranny. Okay. And I don't even have to go into what tyranny is all about, but it goes, seems to go with that circle that I, I talked about earlier, except this is more of a generic term. And the other one seems to have uh, like Christian overtones to it. Um, but um, so it's 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 awful interesting that um, Plato, who lived what what did he live two or three or four hundred years before Jesus or Yeshua, um, saw this and kind of cataloged it. And uh, every nation that I've ever seen or studied through history has gone this route. And um, and it's just a shame that people can't learn, you know. Um, they can't learn from their mistakes. And and one one way to um, classify insanity is people doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. Okay, that just doesn't happen. And that's that pretty well defines the uh, the Democratic Party or the leftists and the rhinos, and and a lot of the Republicans too. You know, it's. Uh, um, you know, what, what can we do to hoodwink the people now so that they, you know, they'll elect us uh, in four years or two years or whatever? Okay, so now that, you know, we've kind of looked at what kind of republic we, we have um, um, and seeing the parallels and things like that. Um, uh, you mentioned that the uh, that there's there, there could be a plan for the Chinese takeover. And, and, you know, that's that's always been a threat as far as I can remember. Um, now tell me if I'm wrong, but didn't Trump recognize, uh, Taiwan as being its own nation? Do you remember that? Brian, are you there? I'm here, Dave. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, sorry about that. I, I had it on mute. Um, I, yeah, I think he did do that. I think he acknowledged their... Uh, them as a nation and that kind of made China a little bit upset. So, right. Um, and, and I think another reason what's going on here, China wants world domination. They want to run the world 
And so they know that the United States is a superpower and we're in the way. Russia is really not a threat, even with their nuclear weapons in a war. Even if we had a war, it's, a, it's pretty much a lie that Russia could just decimate us. It's, it's right. the other way around. It, mm-hmm. our, our weapons are more advanced. We're, we're better trained. Russia is not. China's the threat. Right. Uh, I mean, the South China Sea, they have a huge base made out in the ocean. They built from scratch, just made an island. And uh, they have, they have, they're building aircraft carriers. They have submarines. They're catching up to us. And their goal is to take us out economically, politically, and physically if they have to. Right. I don't think they want to take us out physically. They don't want to just nuke us. They don't want to do that. But they will if they have to. And uh, but this this is what this is all about. And uh, the Democrat Party uh, and the and the, you know what the the not just but the Republican Party too. Mm-hmm. A lot have been bought out by China. They yeah. get perks. You know, these guys, like Dave, you know, these, these senators, I, I'm not sure what a senator makes uh, or a congressman. I, I think it's 100000 150000 a year. You know, that's, that's a good, decent income. That's a good income. You can definitely live on that. It's, it's great. But when they leave office, they're multi, multi-millionaires. Exactly. How do you become, how do you make $50 million in four, eight years or $30 million? How do you do that by making $150,000 a year or even two hundred? And they're immune from prosecution, too. <laughs> yeah. And they have, yeah. And you know, I think all they have to do is spend one year. I think it's one. It could be two. A senator or congressman only has to do one or two years as a senator or congressman, and they have a pension for life. That's right. A pension for life. Yeah. And they have medical for life. And let me tell you, folks, their medical is not Medicare, and it's not Obamacare. Everything's paid, 100% everything, no deductibles. That's they don't have the same health care that we do. When they say, I'm getting on a tangent here, Dave, sorry, but when they no, that's good, talk no. about Obamacare and health insurance for everybody, well, they should give you their health insurance plans. Yeah. No deductibles, no co-pays, 100% paid, and all they have to do is work one or two years in their Senate seat, and they get a pension for life at that and the pension is 100% of their income that they make as a senator or congressman. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. So, and then they're saying, you know, we need to take on this health care. And I, I looked into Obamacare when it first came out years ago. And just for me, by myself, it was almost 800 bucks a month. Just for yeah. me. Yeah. And if my family it would have been like 1500 bucks a month. And, and it's just this whole thing we're in, all this political mayhem we're in right now has been a buildup over the last 40 to 50 years in America to take down America. And that's what it's about. It's about folks. It's about a one world government. It's about the deep state. It's about a few people at the top who have all the money and power to run, literally run the whole world. And it sounds like a movie and like it's made up, but it's not. It's true. And actually, yeah. a lot of the things we see in our movies, uh, Dave, you know this because we've talked about it. A lot of the things in the, like Star Wars and um, the Tom Cruise movies, the Mission Impossible movies, a lot of that stuff you see, like the tech, it's real. And uh, a lot of the like uh, storylines, it's real. This stuff is real. They're, they're feeding us 
with the movies and videos, they're giving us little tidbits here and there. So when things really come down to a head, we're not going to be shocked. We won't right. be like, oh, what's this? We're, we're like, oh, okay. As long as I can have my Netflix and my cup of coffee, hey, you can do whatever you want. Right. Who needs freedom of speech? Who needs to go to church? I don't need to go to church. I have Zoom. I can do church and Zoom. Wow, what a great <laughs> idea. You know, I, I wonder what God the Father says about I want, you know, I wonder what he thinks about Zoom. I wonder if he looks down and says, oh, that's awesome. You know, didn't I say, uh, as you see my son's day approaching to come to earth, that you're to meet together more and more. Right. Zoom is exactly what I meant. That's what I was talking about. <laughs> Zoom. That's what God, you think the guy, God's not saying that. No. Uh-uh. Zoom is awesome, but all this stuff going on right now with the election and what's happening in the next two days is none of this is by accident. It's all planned, folks. We've been yeah. duped. They've given us technology. They've given us movies. They've given us all the vacays we want, go here, go there, American dream, and that's all good, but it's all to get us distracted from what they were really doing behind the scenes. And now, folks, and Dave, as you know, because we talk about this, now they come right out and say exactly what they're doing. Yeah. And people are like, oh, okay, fine. They legalize pot. They want to dumb you down with drugs, so you won't, you'll be just lethargic. You won't care. Sorry, Dave. Go ahead. No, no, that's good. Hey, by the way, we have a listener that uh, just typed in. Uh, uh, his name is Let's Get Jacked Up. <laughs> I love it. Um, and he typed in 2,000 National Guard troops were deputized as U.S. Marshals last night. That's big. And then he says, love the show, guys. But um, U.S. Marshals, what do they do? They they kind of like uh, escort prisoners, you know? From uh, from one jail to another, so maybe they're going to be the ones that uh, march into the Capitol and arrest um, all those criminals that are sitting down there making laws and everything. So um, that's 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 pretty interesting news. Thanks for posting that. Um, I'm going to look into that a little farther and see where that goes. But um, uh, yeah, so um, let's see. We were talking about. I had a train of thought before I read that, and it just kind of left me. The train left the station, so to speak. Uh, um, it happens quite often, too, and if you're young and you're laughing, don't worry. Your day will come. Um, but, um, <clears throat> excuse me, um, it's uh, it's it's pretty interesting to watch, and, and, and I'm really, I don't know. I, I think that we're not going to know. Until either it's occurring right at this moment, or if um, you know, maybe maybe they'll wait a few days to let us know. Um, I'm surprised. You know, I hear Tom Hanks is going to do this now, and I I was under the um, under the uh, impression that he was wearing an ankle bracelet and uh, was going to be heading to Guantanamo pretty soon. Um, but who knows? You know this. You know, I like I like the fact that there's a QAnon and stuff like that, but some of the stuff that was posted on QAnon was so fantastic. And um, you know, maybe it, maybe it's still all true. I don't know, but um, I'm I'm growing pretty leery about it. But um, there are other sources, and you know, we we've been listening to them, and that's been pretty good. But um, there was one of the one of the guys that uh, we 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 did a sound clip from him last week. 
and he was British and he used to work for, uh, MI, what, MI6, I think it was. And, um, he said, even he verified that, you know, hey, just kind of keep calm. Everything's going the way it's planned and that Trump will still be the president. So, you know, if, if he's picking that up from his intelligence sources, um, also, there was news about the NSA too. Um, I think of, of all the all the uh, government agencies, alphabet agencies, um, definitely the CIA and FBI cannot be trusted, and and uh, the, hopefully they'll be gone pretty soon. But the NSA seems to well, the NSA is the one that's that's listening to us right now. Actually, <laughs> um, they uh, they record every phone call, they they jot down every email, uh, keep a, a record of it, and and the whole nine yards, everything that you've ever written in an email. Every conversation you've had on the phone for the past 20 years or so since the, since the attack on the towers, anyway, um, and and anything that uh, is said online or anything else, uh, they have a copy of. So when you think that uh, Nancy Pelosi's laptop, you know, uh, maybe she scrubbed it uh, before it was stolen, or uh, we keep hearing about Hillary Clinton's laptop being uh, scrubbed. Um, well, you know, the NSA has all that. And if, if Trump is working closely with the NSA, which I do believe, because the, these, these government agencies are always at war with each other. Um, they have to compete because they, you know, each want, wants their money's worth or their, uh, enough money to be able to operate. So the CIA does things to make the NSA look bad so that it gets more money and vice versa. So, um, so you have the, the NSA that, uh, if they're working close with Trump, um, I think it was Snowden that, uh, leaked a bunch of stuff from the NSA. And, um, by the way, um, Assange's, uh, WikiLeaks files are available. I don't know if you know that, but, um, you know, you, you could sit down and read them for eight hours a day for the whole year and not get through all of them. That's how many there are. <laughs> um, I was, I was trying to find some stuff there, uh, Hillary's emails and Hillary's emails go on forever. So, um, but, um, it's, it's just awful interesting that, um, uh, that Trump has this information to release. And like I said, and, and you, I think you agree, um, that it's, it's all going to be released just before the inauguration and, um, and that, uh, not that it's going to mean anything to the average Joe that's out there, you know, me, you or anybody else, but, um, for the people that need evidence, for the military that needs evidence to enact, um, for the, uh, just any justice system that is just, uh, you know, meaning the, the DOJ, if there's anybody good on the DOJ anymore, I don't know, um, or in all those different, um, organizations or offices or whatever you want to call them that need evidence, uh, it's going to be there. And I think that the hammer can fall. Um, and, you know, I, I'm hoping this happens. You know, I, I can't place 100% surety that it's going to happen. Um, I've been reading the QAnon stuff for, you know, upwards of five or six years, as long as QAnon's been around, actually. I think it hasn't been that long. But anyway... Um, and, um, you know, if, if half of what QAnon was saying is true. Now, I want to run something by you because I ran it by Ralph Epperson last night. I was, I called Ralph Epperson probably around 1130 last night. We talked for a good hour, an hour and a half. And, um, 
and he had seen this also, but there, and I think that you, you're the one that told me about it actually, but there's a video of uh, Trump walking to the helicopter and, um, and right after he gets on the helicopter, you know, the, the video is still going and you see this couple, you can't see their faces. You see their backs. One's got blonde hair. The other one's kind of tall and skinny and has gray hair or grayish hair, kind of salt and pepper. And um, he's walking towards the helicopter, and they're going to get in the back door. Trump went in the front door. And there's people out in the crowd yelling out, hey, John, hey, John. And so the whole thing is that that was John F. Kennedy Jr. Now, wouldn't it be – now, I'm just going to – this is a what if. Now, and what really ticks me off is that some people watch our videos or listen to our show, and and they think that, you know, when, when we give what ifs, because we give a lot of what ifs, um, that we're actually um, saying when or whatever, you know. But um, we're like tonight, we're presenting everything as what if. I hope we are anyway. Um, see, I think we have the whole time. But anyway, um, so wouldn't it be something out? Trump, Trump knows that Pence cannot be trusted. Okay, Pence is, is um, just another one of the deep state. I've always kind of thought that. I, I, I look into that man's eyes and I'm like, that's, there's something else in there, you know? Um, but, uh, wouldn't it be something if, uh, if Trump, uh, after this all goes down, if it goes down, um, that he says, you know what? Um, I'm no longer going to be running with Pence. Um, uh, Pence was one of them and, uh, Pence is under arrest. And, uh, so what, I, the person I would like to run with me is, um, is John F. Kennedy Jr. And of course, that's going to send shockwaves through everything. You know, oh, he's still alive? Ah, no, we don't believe he's still alive. Well, John, then he'll come up with a DNA test, of course, because he's anticipated this um, to prove that he is who he is. And um, and then um, they run, basically, um, the people, I think a lot of people will be won over by that. <clears throat> that would That would be a... Um, uh, well, I don't want to say Easter, but, uh, let's just say maybe a Passover gift, an early Passover gift that would just, uh, totally make my day. Um, but, uh, you know, so if he were to present John F. Kennedy Jr. is still alive and John F. Kennedy Jr. always vowed to go after the people that killed his father. And, uh, he never recanted on that. So, uh, well, the one major figure that led to his father's death is dead. That, that's George uh, H.W. Bush. But there were others involved, and I think a lot of them are still, still hold some office there in, in uh, Washington. And, um, man, wouldn't it, uh, just be something if Trump said, okay, well, this guy is, is the vice president that I picked now. He's gonna, he's gonna be vice president with me for the next four years. And then, um, you know, things go pretty well because most of the enemies are going to be in Guantanamo if they're not going to be hung or shot. And um, um, and then John decides, hey, you know, I'm still fairly young because John's two years younger than me. I'm uh, 62, so he's 60. And um, so he's still relatively young, and he could run for a good eight years. And, and then, uh, my goodness, you know, and then if John Jr. ran and, it, it, this this is, this could be a very good thing. I'm not going to say it's going to go that way, but um, you know I'm I'm allowed to speculate and think, um, and and ponder so to speak. And uh, so there are a lot of good things that could come out of all this. Um, 
there are a lot of people that are mad at Trump right now because he he hasn't um, enacted or acted in in the uh, time frame that they have wanted him to act in. Um, you know, there's some people that wanted you know this all to happen two years ago. Well, that would have been a foolhardy thing anyway because you would have um, created two separate polls of people. I mean, there there are anyway, but you would have solidified the the positive and the negative, so to speak, in in that in the magnet of politics. Mm -hmm. Um, it would just cause a lot of problems. Um, okay, um, th there's a good, uh, the same fellow, I'm assuming you're a fellow, I don't know, same person, let's just say that, said it could be JFK Jr., but I think Trump's new VP will be General Flynn. That's just as good. Okay, um, I, I think he would be a great vice president, actually. Uh, you, hey, Brian, you got any ideas on on that, um, on uh, Flynn or JFK Jr. or what? I mean, yeah, it could be Jr., but I, I think it's going to be Flynn. And the reason I think it'll be Flynn is it'll be a slap in the face to the deep state because they tried to take Flynn down. Oh, yeah. And now here he's the vice president of the United States. It would just be like it's right in your face. Mm -hmm. and, and that would be a statement uh, by Trump. You tried to take me down. It didn't work. And now the guy that you tried to throw in prison and destroy his life. Now he's your boss. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> I mean, it's a, I mean, that's what I think, you know, um, and I, I was reading something here. Um, uh, oh, wind song. Um, maybe you already spoke about this, Dave. Um, no, I didn't. Some of the regular news presenters are saying that, uh, that the stealing of the votes during election was, did not happen. Well, it did happen. And um, I could tell you right now, most people, most people who support Trump know by now that uh, a lot of the news that we listen to is filtered. Um, you know, you and I, Dave, uh, grew up, you know, with the three main networks, right? Uh, ABC, yeah. NBC, CBS. Remember the old Ed Sullivan shows and Red Skelton? And now I'm, now I'm dating myself, but uh, <laughs> it's just... Um, and and then the cable came along and it was CNN and Fox. But really, you got to be careful what you even listen to on Fox. Uh, the best way to get news is online. The best way to do it is listen to the podcasts like ours and others out there. There's really great ones out there that have a lot of information. And and it's like the scripture says, um, when a prophetic person speaks in a church, any kind of prophecy or word, let the other prophets judge what they're saying, that it's true or not. So that's kind of how it is with the news. Just because the news says it doesn't mean it's true. Look right. it up yourself. Do some research. We have phones now. You remember the old days, Dave, we used to have to go to the library to look up stuff, you know? And, yeah. and now we, we don't have to do that. We go on our phone and we don't need an encyclopedia. I, I got my Android or my iPhone, you know? Uh -huh. So... Um, but they, uh, they, uh, that's a good question though by Winsong because a lot of people, uh, listen and watch, uh, mainstream news and for local news, there's some good things for local stuff, but mostly the national news is 99.9% .9 false. That's why our president calls it fake news because it's literally fake news. Mm -hmm. You have to go to other sources and especially as times get tougher 
and they probably will get a little bit tougher, folks. You can't rely on what you see on your screens in the morning on your local news. Right. Cannot, you cannot. If you go by what they are saying, it's going to fill you for a full of fear and anxiety, and you'll lose hope. Mm-hmm. And uh, don't go there. Um, just figure whatever they're saying on those stations, it's the opposite. Uh, yeah, not all the other thing it. they say, obviously, forest fires and things, natural disasters, you know, that's fine. But politically speaking, it's all filtered for a narrative to manipulate us into believing a certain thing is true when it's not. Right. And it's it's basically we're being brainwashed for the last 40 years with all the stuff they've been telling us. But the very technology that they're that they're using to try to control us is actually a technology we can use to help really know what the real truth is. And that's why these platforms like opposing the matrix and others are so great because eventually I think even the mainstream news is like Fox is going to get corrupted to the point where you won't be able to trust anything out of Fox. And we need to go to other sources and uh, and uh, that's what I do. I, I get a lot of my news from other sources that's not mainstream news. And, you know, come to find out, it's usually right. <laughs> it's usually right. Not all the time, but it's usually right. And so, but uh, the, the mainstream news, the tech companies, the banks, uh, the medical system that we live in, everything is used basically to control us. I don't know if this is not trying to, I'm not trying to get off subject here, Dave, but have you noticed in the last year or two or three, cause you mentioned you're 62 and I, but I don't want to know the day of your birthday, but is it, and I forgot the month of your birthday, January. Yeah. Oh, so you're, you're older than me. I'm June. So no, yeah, I'm just a puppy. I still have puppy breath compared to you. I'm 62, but you're six months older than me. So Anyway, well, no, you turned sixty-two before I did, right? Oh, that's. Uh, oh, you're January. Yeah. January. So yours, yours is like, yeah, is is in the summertime or something? I think. Yeah. Oh, right, right. Oh, never mind then, folks. Sorry. Yeah. See, I'm just babbling on because I'm an old guy. So, but <laughs> bottom line is, um, like in the commercials I mentioned, Dave, and it kind of goes along with everything. Kind of ties together. It's all making more and more sense. They're coming out with all these drugs for all these things, these skin diseases, psoriasis, uh, this, that, and the other thing. And they're pushing them like they're selling a car on television. Right, right. And and so uh, um, I have a little bit of medical background, just a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it, I have enough to know that a lot of these drugs and the side effects of these drugs could be worse than what they're treating. Right. And a lot of times you don't even know what they put in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, like, uh, blood pressure medicine. Um, yeah, if people have high blood pressure. You should take your meds. I'm not telling you not to take that. Okay. But sometimes the side effects of the blood pressure medicine, especially for somebody who's just starting on it for the first time can really be harmful. So what I'm saying is you need to de- do research and don't just believe everybody that tells you everything because they have a white jacket on. Right. And that goes along with the coronavirus. Um, at least down here, 40 percent of the healthcare workers in L.A. County aren't taking the vaccine. Right. Matter of fact, 
they threw over a million uh, doses away. They went bad because huh. nobody's taking them. Nobody's huh. taking them. And they, but, but the thing is, they didn't want to give them to the elderly over 65. They're, see, in L.A. County, in Orange County, 65 and older, you, everybody gets it for free. Just You don't have to have any precondition. You just get it. Right. Los Angeles County, where I live, it's not 65 and older. Uh, first, I can't remember who it was. It was the healthcare workers first, police, fire, uh, nurses, and then it was um, uh, people 50 and under. But it wasn't the elderly. They're the last ones to get it. Right. And because people weren't getting the vaccine, um, they started they started getting bad. And they had to throw, I think, either a million, I think it was a million doses away. Wow. And the governor is kind of upset because nobody's, the vaccinations aren't going well. People aren't taking them like they, they thought they would. Yeah. And, well. and there's good reasons for that. And you know why? Because everybody's got cell phones and computers and tablets. And all you got to do is look up vaccines and look up the you know stuff about them. And it was it put the fear of God in you quick because yeah. they they literally uh, did a vaccine in six months that's never been been done before. In, right. Yeah. 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 So yeah, they stopped. Yeah, my wife just told me they stopped using the Moderna vaccine from that company Moderna. They stopped and the Moderna is the name, and they stopped using that vaccine. Why is that? Because it was a bad batch. It went, it went bad. Oh, okay. And they, they distributed it out to all these clinics, but it was bad. And so oh, Moderna boy. had to be. So that's what I'm saying. So it's like you, you we, we trust the government that they're going to take care of us and love us like our own families. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and Dave, you know, the audience, you guys know, and uh, that that's they're not going to do that. Well, and, uh, I, you know, I know doctors and I know that in order for them to keep their license, they pretty have to toe the line. And yeah. because if you, you don't have a license, you don't work. If you don't work, you don't have a big house and a big fancy yacht and everything else. And um, so, uh, you know, they're going to they're going to believe what the CDC says. A lot of them are anyway, uh, because that's the thing to do. You know, government says that it's got to be right. That's what you do. Um, so they're, you know, they're guilty of, of buying into the, the government lie, too. And it's a shame because a lot of doctors, you know, are, are pretty nice guys and they're and they're and women and uh, and they're they're smart. They're intelligent. And it's it's too bad that they can't be free thinkers that um, just because the well, the state of Oregon or the state of California or the federal government says, hey, this thing is safe. Well, it doesn't mean anything really, because when you when you think about who really owns the governments, and I'm talking about Bill Gates and and uh, Jack, uh, whatever his name is, that uh, you know they they own the social media companies uh, and Soros, you know uh, what their agenda is to get rid of us, you know, and um, I'm surprised that it, they weren't giving it to the older people. Um, down there, because if, if their attempt, if their mission is to get rid of us older people, then uh, you'd think they'd want to give it out in droves. Um, but um, so maybe they're deceived into believing that it's, it's a good thing too. I had a, a conversation with a, another nurse at work the other day, and 
And I said, I'm really conflicted about taking this. I said, because, you know, there's, I've been doing a lot of research and it's, it's not the, the panacea that everybody says it is. You know, it's, I said, you know, he says, well, you know, you, you could die if, if you don't take it. And I said, well, I said, but there's a nine, 99.74% survival rate for, for when you get COVID. You know, I, I said, uh, he goes, yeah, but people die. And I says, well, we have 0.06%, you know, or 0.006% die from it, you know. And he really couldn't argue with me. He just kind of shrugged his shoulders and turned around and started to work on what he was working on. But, um, you know, it's, it's like, you know, let's, let's, let's get real about this thing. Let's look at this thing, you know, and, um, and I noticed that there, there are some doctors that are, that are kind of holding it over people's heads. You know, it's, uh, um, if you want me to do this for you, then, you know, you're probably going to have to take this, this vaccine because if you're not, you're not compliant with my wishes. And if you're not complying with my wishes, then you're not into caring for yourself. And if you're not going to care for yourself, why should I care for you? You know, that's almost the attitude that some of them are taking. You know, and uh, that's that's a dangerous place to be because now you're not a doctor. Now you're a politician, you know, and, and you're and you're holding your power over people because they're not conforming to your wishes, you know, and um, that is a very, very dangerous place to put yourself into um, because you're, you're becoming like your masters. You're becoming like the government and uh, the government will use you until it doesn't want to use you anymore. And then you're gone. You know, um, you know, Winsong was asking a question about um, Epic News. Now, I I get their news feeds, or I used to. I don't think I paid them recently, but um, and and yeah, they, they seem to be a pretty good and reliable source of news. Uh, Winsong, um, uh, they don't get into the outlandish like we do, but they, you know, they report um, they report the truth, like when it, it came to the vote counting and stuff like that. Um, I have, I don't know if they're, they're, cause I, like I said, I haven't gotten it for a while now, but I don't know if they're going into the troops in Washington and stuff like that. Um, so, uh, for the, for the basic news, yeah, they're, they're pretty good. And you also said that some liberals said in Antifa did not manipulate the January 6th, uh, capital thing in DC. Well, right there, if the liberals are saying it, then I'm just, you know, and I, I'm sure you agree, Winsong, that, you know, if it's coming from the liberals, then um, <laughs> it, it should be um, put in a shredder right away. <clears throat> like Brian said, if, if the news is, or liberals are telling you something, then you should probably believe the opposite. And I know you do. I, I, we've written back extensively back and forth, and and um, I know your thoughts and stuff on things. And um, But uh, thanks for bringing those topics up because, you know, I, I'm sure that there's people out there that are – are thinking about those things and um, you're welcome. And, um, and, the, and those questions needed to be answered. So um, anyway, um, so it's, I don't know, you know, with, <laughs> with the, with this vaccine now, now there's, I guess Johnson and Johnson's come out with one. Uh, you know, I don't know that we're getting off subject, but you know, that's okay. It all kind of intermeshes with each other. Um, but um, I guess Johnson & Johnson's come out with one now that it's only one dose. 
the other ones, you know, you have to take one and then 28 days later you take another one. And, um, <clears throat> so, uh, <clears throat> I'm still conflicted. Um, I, I am being kind of pressured by, by both work and, and my doctor, um, to, to get this vaccine. And, um, I, uh, I don't feel comfortable with that. I really don't. And, um, but you know, if, uh, I don't know, I don't know how to put this, but if, um, if you know that you're under somebody's care and they're, and they're a pretty decent doctor, you know, and you want to remain under their care and, and you have processes going on through them, um, then, you know, you kind of want to tread lightly in, in what you do. And it's, it's sometimes it places people in a very difficult position. Um, you know, it's, um, I'm, my original thought was, you know, since, since the pressure's being put on, um, that, uh, you know, I was going to wait 90 days and I th- still think I may, um, to see, you know, if people start dropping. <laughs> Cause, you know, uh, the guy I was talking with the other day said, uh, well, you know, lots of people are getting it and nobody's dying. And I looked at him and I said, well, not yet. You know. Um, it, you know, the, the effects of this thing, you know, you, you put something in your body like that. And I told him, I says, I'm not really interested in putting manipulated mitochondrial DNA and RNA into my body. You know, I, if you start putting that stuff in your body, then you become, um, well, I don't know. Do you become less human? Um, uh, that's a good question to ask. Um, because if they're if you're intermixing your DNA with other DNA, then you're changing your DNA. Um, I don't I don't know. That's that's a you know that's that's one of those philosophical things that's out there. Um, but I do know that um, that God doesn't want us putting anything into our bodies. Um, it you know is 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 taking this vaccine the same as bringing a foreign god into the temple because our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. So, um, that's, that's why I don't agree with tattoos because, you know, while they may be an artistic thing and a modern thing to do, now don't get me wrong. If you've got one, I'm not condemning you. I just, for myself, I prefer not. Um, but, um, even, even though Leviticus says not to do it, but, um, you know, if our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit, you know, what gives us the right to, um, write graffiti on the outside of the temple, so to speak. Um, now that's my, my feeling about, about it. You know, yours might be different and that's okay. It's a peripheral area as far as I'm concerned right now, um, in our walk with the Lord. But, um, uh, anyway, it's, it's, there are a lot of moral and ethical things that are being thrown at us now. The vaccine being one of them, uh, the wearing the mask, I'm telling you, um, I, I am so, tempted to, you know, to go to South Dakota, uh, where they don't have that. They've never worn masks in South Dakota. And yet they're a state that, you know, has very little, uh, COVID-19 activity in there. Um, so, um, but you know, do I, do I want to spend five months in perpetual winter? You know, uh, not really, excuse me. Um, so, um, Anyway, uh, Brian, uh, any thoughts? 
No, I mean, just, uh, you know, the vaccine, far as the vaccines go, you know, um, I'm kind of, it's funny, as things have been playing out for the last, since March, the middle of March with the with COVID, you have COVID breakout on the last few, seven, eight months before the election. I don't think it's an accident. Right. Then you have the racial unrest, the burning of our cities. Uh, and then you have a vaccine that comes out within six months of learning about this disease on the news for the first time. Uh-huh. Um, I think they had the vaccine all along. I think China had it all along. Probably. I, I don't think any, I don't think any of the country is going to make a bioweapon without having a vaccine for it in case it blows up in their face. Right. So I, I think China already had the vaccine. I think these countries, or these companies, like Pfizer and these different ones. Remember, folks, these companies that make these vaccines, their main goal is to make money. That's right. their main goal. The, the, the hospitals, the hospitals, I, I read somewhere, they get like $70,000 per COVID patient. Right. Per COVID patient. That's why they, they want COVID patients. They want everybody to have COVID. They're getting rich. Yeah. They're getting the money from the government. That's where the money is coming from. The government's paying them. Sixty, seventy thousand dollars on top of the medical bills that the person has to pay just for the COVID patient. Uh huh. So you got you got that going on. You got this disease going on. You got this election going on. All this is orchestrated, and it actually all ties together. You get a vaccine for a disease that was created to be spread in the first place, with the idea behind the disease to shut down the countries of the world to bring in a new system of government up for the world. Right. And, you know, we, we live in the USA and yes, a lot of our states are shut down. Some aren't, but a lot are, but they're shut down all, all over the place. I mean, even that during the height of last summer, the terrorist organizations, Hamas and, and these other ones in the middle East, they had regulations put on them. Right. <laughs> for COVID. Uh huh. I mean, it, it it even stopped the terrorists for a while. Yeah. And so and so that's how powerful the government system of the world can be when the people just say, okay, we'll do whatever you say. So the COVID, now we've got um, this election that just passed and all that, all the drama that's going on with that and the drama that's about to be unleashed in the next few days. This is all an orchestrated plan and the vaccines are, are part of that. Right. Um, they, a lot of the state, a lot of the blue states, I think Oregon's one of one of them legalized on what almost all illegal drugs. Is that correct, Dave? Yeah, you can you can do mushrooms now. You can do meth now. Um, the whole nine yards, even heroin. Yeah. You know. It's, and so it's bad. It's yeah. Sorry to interrupt. Go ahead, Dave. No, no, I was going to say it's bad. You just you said it. Yeah, and so there's why why would why would a state or state government want to legalize illegal drugs or what we call illegal drugs? Why would they want to do that? And why are the pharmacies pushing so many drugs on us right now? Mm-hmm. It's because they want us drugged up and doped up and a docile. They want us. You know, uh, these drugs mess with your brain, mess with your DNA, make you docile, make you angry, make you frustrated, make you Mm -hmm. depressed. 
and if you're if you're and if, if you're work if you're all going through all those it's despondent then you yeah. know then you're not going to fight back then you're uh-huh. not going to try to you're not going to worry about if the country's taken down because you kind of don't care yeah you're like you're on the couch eating a bag of potato chips having a brownie and so mm-hmm. you don't care hey as long as you got netflix connection and hbo you're you're good you're set yeah so well you, so not to mention that brian but also um you know it's like okay well you know you vote for me and um and or actually you no know, let's even take it a step further um, it does become authoritarian. It's like, okay, well, you know, we noticed that here that you like to use heroin. So, you know, if you, if you comply with us, you know, you'll have all the heroin you ever want. You'll have all the magic mushrooms you ever want. You get, you'll have all, you can grow pot in your backyard and we will look the other way, you know, the whole nine yards, you know, it's, it's a, it's a tool of, um, convenience, but, uh, also a blackmail tool. You know, you yeah. get them, you get everybody hooked on drugs, and then it's like, okay, well, you know, we'll just uh, we'll look the other way as long as you comply, and that's what they want. They want compliance out of everybody, and um, unfortunately, in a lot of cases, they're getting it, and uh, and it's uh, and it goes to that circle again. You know, it's um, you know, it's where the you know people are complacent, and then they're apathetic and then they'll you know they're um and like you said <laughs> you know what another uh brian and, and i hope it don't, don't offend anybody out there i think i may but um you know lennon always said that uh and marx i, sh- I guess is the original person that said it that uh, religion is the opiate of the people but that's been replaced it's not the opiate of people anymore because there's hardly any religious people anymore um the, the, now, the new one I can see in the United States is sports. Sports is the opiate of the people. You know, and, and not to get down too much on, on, you know, my coworkers and stuff like that, but football season starts and my job gets harder. Because, you know, we, you know, in, in the setting that I work at, we have televisions in there for the patients and stuff like that. Football season starts up and then all of a sudden, um, you know, the, everybody's in, you know, half the staff is in watching the football game while everybody else is out trying to manage the patients, you know, and it's, uh, and it's allowed to happen. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. And, and there's nothing worse than trying to please four or five people at once, you know, that are, um, that are all coming up to you and asking you for something while, while, you know, your coworkers are in watching the, the bills play, uh, the New York giants or whatever, you know, it's it's ridiculous. It's it's only a stupid game. And um, you know, when we get to heaven, um, you think football's gonna be remembered in heaven? Heck no. Uh baseball, soccer, those are gonna be things that are gonna be things of the past. They're they're amusement. And you know what amusement means? Muse means to think. And you put an A in front of something and it means the lack of. Um, or it's missing something. And so uh, amusement means the lack of thinking. Okay. And, and, you know, movies amuse us on TV. Um, we go to amusement parks to get away from it all. You know, um, geez, matter of fact, if you're a, a parent or, you know, a married couple with four or five kids, you know, you don't take them to Disneyland and you're mean, you know, but if you do take them to Disneyland, you better put a second mortgage on your house. 
because it's uh you know it costs a hundred dollars a day I think per person to go to Disney Disneyland or Disney World anymore, you know, and um, but if you don't take your kids there, then you're not being a good parent because you're not serving your kids the right way. Um, and we could we could do a whole show on that, but uh, uh, you know, so you know, again, that's another conditioning. You know, if you're a good parent, you're going to do this. If you're a good parent, you're going to do that. If you're a good parent, you're not going to spank your kids because that might hurt their pride or whatever. You know, um, and and that's that goes against what Scripture says. You know, because if you spare the rod, you spoil the child. Um, and it's just. Uh, it's just one thing after another, for goodness sakes, you know, with, uh, with what the, the government's trying to do to control us. And it's, um, and it's, if, if nothing happens, uh, but, well, you know, this, this may even play out longer than we're thinking about too, Brian, when I think about it, because, uh, you know, it's, well, I guess it would be harder to arrest a sitting president than it would be to arrest, um, Someone who's not quite president yet, but it could go, it could go longer. Um, uh, I don't, I don't know, but, um, it's, uh, hopefully that, you know, it, it, this, what we're speculating is going to happen will happen and, um, it'll happen in the next couple of days or a day and a half now, I should say, probably. But, um, <clears throat> you know, if it doesn't go down, then, uh, boy, you think that they're controlling things now, you just wait, you know, um, it's, yeah. it's gonna, they're gonna go into overdrive control, controller <laughs> mode, you know, and, um, it's not gonna be a pretty picture. And, you know, not having a, a majority in the Senate or the House now for another two years, um, you know, it's, my goodness. I don't even want to think about it, to tell you the truth. But, um, now it's, it's crazy. It is. It really is. So, um, I don't know. I think the main thing, though, that to do now is, you know, for everybody to do is to, uh, um, I was reading, um, Dan, Daniel again. He, um, when he, when he got the uh, prophecy about the uh, 70 weeks, um, he was praying and he said he, he was a praying during, he was praying during the hour of oblation, which means prayer time, basically. And, um, that's when the, when the angel came and visited in him. So, but while he was praying, he was praying and he was, he was praying for and asking God to supplicate for his people because they were sinful people. And, and, um, you know, it was sin that got them into bondage to begin with. And, but then at the same time, he was praying for their deliverance, you know, and, and I think that that's what we need to be doing because we, you know, our, our country is, is pretty screwed up, even though, you know, we've, we've been blessed for the last four years. People are, are pretty messed up and, um, uh, we need to pray that there's, uh, some kind of revival happens in this land or that, uh, you know, or of course we need to pray that Donald Trump gets in for another four years and that, you know, he leaves such a legacy that, you know, we, we have a red wave that'll, you know, just, or I should call it a red tide. <laughs> That'll come in and just, you know, stay in for 12 years or whatever. But, um, it's, it's, it's important that, you know, that we let Yahweh or God know that we recognize that, you know, our, our nation has been involved in wickedness and, and horrible acts of, of cruelty, um, to other nations and to, to its own citizens. And, um, and that we haven't, you know, personally haven't been, 
faithful to to what God wants us to do, you know, and and um, and that's the only way that He's well. That promise that I think you quoted her earlier, or the last weekend, or last week, and about Him uh, hearing from heaven and healing our land. But it's only after we confess our sins and um, and let Him know that we recognize our sins and the sins of our people that um that he'll he'll come and do that so i think that's uh you know it's it's very important uh we we seem to have um um and a lot of people in the church seem to think we have like this protective varnish over us that uh that um somehow excuses us from from our unrighteous acts and in in a way we do because we're forgiven you know when when yeshua hung on the cross our sins yesterday today and you know and, and in the future are forgiven but there there there's a um there's a procedure you know we have to acknowledge our sins constantly you know because we are constantly sinning and um i don't think that um you know let's just put it this way we'll make it to heaven but um i think that we we need to um the more we confess our sins and the more that we are obedient to God, the greater the rewards are when we get there. And believe me, I'm not going there for rewards. I like, like soldiers do when they come back to the United States, I'll, I'll kiss the ground when I get in heaven. Just be happy that I'm there, you know, and, um, I, I don't expect there to be a lot of jewels in my crown and I really don't care because that crown's going to be cast down at its feet anyway. That's what scripture says. But, um, I just don't, um, I just don't think that, um, uh, we should be trying to attain, uh, something in heaven. I mean, we'll, we'll get what we get, but, uh, we need to do things on earth. Um, in other words, love our neighbor as we love ourselves so that, um, you know, we can be a, a complete unit in, um, in the heaven, in the kingdom of heaven while it's here on earth. And, uh, we need to, um, and that, and that includes confessing our sins and, uh, to him, not to, you know, and to each other too, because it says that, you know, we should confess our sins one to another. Um, but, uh, you know, he's the ultimate authority. And, uh, you know, when, when it comes to supplication, uh, we, we have to pray to him and, and ask him to forgive our land and to forgive our people. Um, and I just keep thinking of the words of Yeshua when he was on the cross. He said, you know, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. You know, they were actually fulfilling prophecy. <laughs> um, but, you know, the things that we do don't necessarily fulfill prophecy. Um, we, you know, we um, we sin on a daily basis. And uh, I, I think that... Um, like David did every morning, you know, it's uh, created me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me so that when we, we go through the day that we're, we're more aware of our actions. And, uh, you know, the other day, um, I was at work and I, I don't know, I can't even remember the instance, but I said something and, and I caught myself right at the end. And I, you know, it was an unbeliever I was talking with. And I said, you know what, I got to ask you to forgive me for that. And recant what I just said, because what I just said, you know, I don't know how that came out of my mouth. You know, I really feel embarrassed and stuff. And then they understood and everything. And, um, but, um, 
So, you know, sometimes we, in the heat of the day or the actions of the day, we, we don't realize our day becomes so busy that we don't realize the, the, um, the subtleness that sin has in our lives and, uh, and that the little things that we do that, that people see us doing that, um, we really shouldn't be doing. <laughs> um, so it's, it's, I think it's important to, to end each day and with, with a prayer and, 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 and um, re- I don't know. A lot of times I'll sit there and I'll, I'll, I'll be praying and I'll, I'll just, you know, Lord, remind me of the things that I need to confess today. Things that I did that, you know, weren't pleasing in your eyes and in your sight. And, um, you know, and he's faithful. He does that. <laughs> and, uh, sometimes I don't know about you, but I prayed right till I fell asleep. And, um, so I think that it's, you know, it's important to, to recap the day with the Lord after the day's over with and to, to start the day with the Lord before we really get going. And believe me, I got an hour commute to work. So there's plenty of time to do that. And, um, when I'm not talking with my mom, that is. But um, anyway, uh, so I I think that we we really just need to get our priorities straight, and I think that'll do a lot to um, uh, not just for our own lives, but also for you know um, uh, the, the political things that happen in this country and stuff. Um, uh, revival starts with with everybody um, themselves. You know what I'm saying. Um, revival starts in your heart and then it starts in the revival, uh, in the heart of the next person and the next person. And pretty soon you've got a whole group of people that have experienced revival in their heart and then it spreads. It's, um, it's like COVID. <laughs> it spreads, um, and, and it goes everywhere. And if we, uh, if we just, if we, uh, re-experience revival in ourselves, it helps us to, experience uh helps others to experience revival and it'll ultimately help our nation to experience a revival i'm done yeah that's that's good no that's good dave and um that's definitely what we need in this country is revival spiritual revival um i was reading a a, uh a text we got from uh windsong it says for young people who take the vaccine and then have babies, will their babies have screwed up or messed up DNA? And um, I, 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 who knows? But um, what I've read about some of these vaccines, and I could be wrong, but some of them, like the flu vaccine, um, when Song and listeners that I that we take every year, it's got some of the flu in it it's got some of that in there to make your body build antibodies to fight the flu but you some people get sick from the flu shot because it literally gives you the flu Mm -hmm. from what i understand with with the vaccines for covid it's completely different they don't do that they they actually uh work with your immune system and your body to fight the back to fight the virus and in, in so doing so, and I'm not a scientist, I'm not a doctor, this is just some of the stuff I've read, that they add things in there that mess with your DNA to help your immune system be supercharged to fight the virus. The, the problem is that I have with that is it's new. They've never done this before. 
and they, it's only taken six to eight months to bring it out instead of three to five years. Mm-hmm. And the other p- problem I have with it is what is it actually doing to your body? Uh, just because somebody doesn't die from the vaccine doesn't mean it doesn't hurt you later. Um, I'm trained in my job in asbestos removal. And asbestos is a killer, but it's a slow killer. So if you're, right. uh, if you're exposed to asbestos when you're 20, a high dose of asbestos, and those little fibers get in your lungs, well, you're 20, you're healthy, you've got the world by the tail, you can climb mountains and do all this stuff. But that little fiber is in your lung killing you slowly. And right. so you may be fine, but then all of a sudden you hit 30 or 40, and now your lung is dying, and they can't stop it. You're gone. Right. It's just the way it is. Now, not everybody who gets exposed uh, to asbestos is going to die that way. There's different types of asbestos uh, diseases and things that go along with that. I don't want to get into that. My point is um, just because they're giving you a virus right now and nobody – let's say nobody – let's say – 99% of the people don't get sick or die from it. There's always going to be 1% or 2% that have a reaction to it. The right. same for 99% is fine. What are those 99% going to be like 10 years from now or five years from now? It, you would never know, but what's the percentage that all of a sudden they're going to just get cancer? There's no cancer in their family. Now cancer's rapid in their family, rampant in their right. family. Um, all of a sudden... No heart, there's no heart disease in their family. Now their heart and their, and their arteries are plugging and they're, they're, they're eating lettuce and salad and they exercise and run five miles a day. They're 150 pounds. They're in great shape, but yet their arteries are plugging. What's going on? Right. Are, all of a sudden, the, the cases of dementia or Alzheimer's quadruple in 10 years on people that are in their 30s who took it when they were 20. You know, that's the point I'm making to to my case is there's no long-term studies of this. They really don't tell us exactly what's in it, all of it. You know, it's like a secret recipe, and they're not going to give you – they'll give you a few ingredients, but what that's just what they're telling us. Right. They're not going to tell us everything. And so, uh, I mean, I believe in doctors. You, you get – you break a leg, you go to the doctor, you get it put in a cast. I, I'm not anti-doctor, doctor. doctor. Yeah, we, there's a place for them, but they're using medicine almost like a religion to control people. And it's like fear. If you, if you, you, uh, you could have a heart attack because your cholesterol is over 200. You're at risk for dropping dead. Now I'm not telling anybody who's listening not to take your cholesterol meds. I get that. I'm 62. I totally am aware of that. Mm-hmm. But fear is a great motivator. Fear will make people do things they normally would not do because they're afraid. And everything is happening right now. Even the things we're talking about tonight are fearful. Right. A lot of it is. Um, and the Democrat Party, the liberals, and a lot of the Republicans are putting fear into the population by the mainstream media and their, and their outlets and through high tech. Why is everything fear? Because they can control you. They can get you to wear a mask for 10 months everywhere you go, even in your car by yourself. <laughs> they, can yeah. get you, they can get you to wear a mask in your own home with your own family. They can get you so fearful that you're afraid to go to church. 
They can get you so scared, you won't even go outside. You can't even go visit a relative in the hospital. You can't even go to a funeral to bury a relative. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's fear. And it's working. And there's, um, it, we, we've cut this a famous thing, you know, fear. Fear is based on ignorance. Fear is based, not being stupid. That's different. Okay, it's just, that's like a force gump, you know, thing. It's just like, you know, uh, you know, um, just the force gump, the whole movie, that kind of thing. Ignorance is more, I just don't understand. So mm -hmm. that causes fear because you don't understand. It's like being in debt and you're, you're snowballed in debt and you're in fear, but you haven't done a budget in two years. Right. Well, you should be in fear because you don't know where your money is and where it's going. But when you finally do a budget, you realize, oh, I, I, I do have enough money or I have enough to pay. It's just I'm wasting it on this, this and this. If I, you know, and you get you get organized and it takes a little bit of the fear away. And what I'm saying here, folks, and Dave, is that information is power. Right. Information, knowledge is power. Why do you think the high tech, the tech companies are so powerful? It's all about information. What information? Us. What they know about us. That's why on your phones, you look up uh, cars on the phone because you want to buy a new car. You look up a Toyota or whatever it is. Next thing you know, you're getting all these pop-ups of Toyotas. Right. I mean, I watched TV, sat in front of my TV and talked to my wife about some subject. And the next thing I know, I'm getting that on my phone. Right. And I was just watching TV. Mm -hmm. And so, but I have a new TV that's got a computer in it. So they hear everything, everything we do, everything we say, it's all being recorded because information is power. They can use information about people to blackmail them, to force them to do things. Yeah. So the same thing with virus and this vaccine is it's all about fear. I'm not saying the virus isn't real. I know people who have gotten it and gotten sick, but here where I live before um, last summer, they were talking about the flu season down here in Southern California was going to be, um, you know, a pretty good flu season. I heard uh, just last week on local news, the flu is almost non non-existent in Southern California. Huh. I, I I've been alive for 62 years. I've never heard that ever in my life that the flu is almost non-existent anywhere. Right now, you say it's so low, it's hardly there's hardly anybody getting the flu, but the hospitals are filled with COVID patients. Where are we're like the hospitals completely filled down here. There's a six to eight hour wait to get in the emergency room, and unless you got a, a leg that's broken and falling off, they don't want you to come in, literally. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, what happened to the flu? Did it just God just heal Southern California of that flu virus? <laughs> no, I don't think so. That's never happened before. I, I, I mean, I, I just don't trust the government. I guess I could probably, you probably can pick that up in my statements here, uh -huh. folks. And Dave is, is you are we, we are being manipulated to do what they want us to do. Mm -hmm. And so, like shows like this, like I mentioned, and there's other shows, and looking up research and doing things like that. Um, you find out what's really going on. You're not as afraid. And that's what opposing the matrix is about is getting information out there. Right, Dave? That's and, right. And, and educating people 
about what's really going on. Now, we may not get it right 100% of the time, but we're going to definitely have higher odds than the local news for sure. Because exactly. uh, Dave and I both do research all the time on our phones and our computers about what we talk about. That's and, right. Uh, and and so and both Dave and I have been doing this for decades. And he's had his show for decades, and I've been a research junkie for decades. And so it's just um, knowledge is power, and knowing what's going on, what's really going on, will take fear away. And uh, and fear is a horrible thing because once you're afraid, then depression can come from fear. Um, sickness, sickness, anger, because you're angry because you don't have control of your life. That can happen. Resentment. And all those things are byproducts of fear and anxiety. Anxiety is a big depression. Um, things like that. I think I've already said that. So, um, the vaccines, I'm not saying that they don't work. I'm just saying, I'm telling you, do what you want, but be cautious, do your research, folks, make sure you know what you're putting in your body. This is not, you're, you're not, you're not putting gas in your car. You're putting something in your human body. Just make sure that when you do it, that you know what they're putting in you. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying not to do it. I'm just saying you just need to really make sure, uh, and remember, nobody's going to take care of your family and love your family more than you are. That's right. Don't trust anybody to say, we got your back. No, you, you don't know that. You don't know that. You have your own back. You love your own families and your neighbors and right. your friends. Um, um, the government was not put there to tell us how to worship God. It, was not, it wasn't put there to tell us how to live. It was put there to give us the freedoms to live the way that we want. Mm-hmm. That's what it was put there for. Well, like the Barry, government go, is, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, but go ahead. Yeah, it was put there so we can have the freedoms not to be afraid we're going to be invaded by a foreign army or domestic. Not that uh, they're not to interfere with our freedom of religion where we go to church. They're put there to make sure that we can do those things and to uphold the Constitution that allows us to do these things. But now we have a government that is dictating where our kids go to school. They need to be vaccinated or not to go to school. And that I just heard in LA County, uh, the school district down here is requiring kids to be vaccinated with the coronavirus before they come back to school or they can't come back to school. Mm-hmm. So that was just a couple of days ago in the local news down here. So it's already starting and the government is overstepping its bounds and so um, the vaccine, what uh, Winsong asked in, in that text, um, we don't know what it can do, Winsong. We don't know how it will affect our future children. But um, I would just do research, and, and, uh, and that's all I can say. Just you got to make your own decisions. But we don't know because it's too new. We don't know. Right. Well, the so, interesting thing is that, that God has built us so that, DNA can repair itself. Okay. Yes. So yes. If, if you, you know, um, <clears throat> now I know that a lot of people will look at what happened in Japan after the nuclear bombs were exploded there. Um, some people became um, sick right away. Some people became sick afterwards. 
some people when they you know they uh, had a child the child was deformed okay so but you know that was a radical change <laughs> uh radiation yeah. did to, to the dna but um you know whether that's going to happen here or not we don't know um there are some people that are out there there's um i can't remember her name but there is a doctor that's out there who is adamant several doctors that are adamant that this is going to turn us into chimeras or chimeras however that's pronounced uh, not quite yeah. human a mixture and um you know so that's you know that remains to be seen i guess but um you know if uh it's 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 going to have to be an individual choice of everybody you know what to do but um like Brian said, think about it, pray about it, do some research, and um, and go into the whole thing with with some knowledge about it. And there are sources all over the place. I I would not go to YouTube because they're erasing things as fast as the people are putting them up there. Um, there's Rumble you can go to. There's um, Band Video um, you can go to um, if you want to watch videos. And then there's um, well, there's the extreme, like Alex Jones, if you wanted to, if you can tolerate, you know, that guy and his program. But, um, <clears throat> but there are several sources out there where you can definitely watch and get more informed about uh, what what might possibly happen. Um, but um, I'll tell you what, I they they don't want information. You know, Brian was talking about information being being put out there um by them and um but uh <clears throat> they don't want the they don't want it the other way around i know that we did a a show um um and you could still get it on spreaker but when i put it on youtube they took it off telling me that it violated our their community standards and it was the 5g covid connection there's something about 5g and covid that uh one seems to activate the other and um I tell you, it was it was taken off. Um, I think the day after I put it on there, and um, it, it's just it's amazing that the uh, you know we he was talking about Brian was that we live in an age where you know you don't have to go to a library where you can look things up and on your phone and um, and for the most part that's still true. But um, if it's the truth, it's it disappears pretty quick and. Um, um, what I would do, you know, and I, I, I recommend it to a lot of people. I don't want to go too much longer because we've gone over. That's okay. Uh, we're allotted three hours and we've just gone over two. But um, uh, you can get a program. Um, and let me see if I can find it real quick because it's it's called 4K Video Downloader. It's free. It's It doesn't give you any viruses or anything. And you can watch stuff on YouTube um, and then copy the address and paste it into that and download the videos and, or if you just want the audio from the video you can download that too it goes both ways and that way if things go go on there if you find something on youtube and they haven't caught it yet um you can download it real quick so that it doesn't disappear and you'll you'll have it forever <laughs> uh or, you know basically forever and um so uh there are ways to get around things and there are ways to retain information once it's out there but um um, you know, you got to be scouring the net 24-7 almost to be able to do that. But, um, again, you know, like Brian said, you know, let's, let's not fear. Let's, 
let's sit and wait and see what happens. And uh, if perchance, for some reason, God has determined that uh, Biden is to remain in office, then that's, you know, what, what do you do? <laughs> you know, that's if that's what he wants. Um, if he's going to be in office and be removed, him and Kamala Harris at a later date, then that's what happens. Um, if Trump is to take the bull by the horns and try to straighten things out, then that's what happens. Um, you and I and me and Brian and you folks, um, you know, we, we really have no <clears throat> power other than prayer to overcome uh, things. But uh, there are things that, well, everything in life is, is set up by the Lord in one way or another and used by him in one way or another in order to accomplish his purposes. And um, sometimes we just have to suck it up and, and, and accept what happens. But hopefully um, the reports that we've heard are true and um, um, we will uh, we will see some kind of victory and triumph for good rather than evil in, uh, in this situation. So, um, Brian, if you got anything else to add before we close out, no, no, it's just, it's been a good show. It's been a lot of fun, Dave. It's um, yeah. great. I have. I, I think it's been great, too. I've, I, I like our format. Uh, other people like our format. And, um, and, uh, we seem to be, um, doing pretty good with people listening and, and coming on and listening from, uh, all different sorts of, uh, um, sources. So. Uh, I want to thank Winsong and um, our other person that posted uh, Let's Get Jacked Up. Um, that's uh, We really enjoyed having you folks on. Uh, thank you for asking questions because we can't always remember the answers that we want to give. And when you ask, ask questions, it kind of refreshes our memory and helps us helps us along, actually. So you, in essence, are part of the show. Um, um, if we didn't get to everything, I'm sorry. Um, but, uh, you know, we only have so much time to, to say everything. So, um, Ryan, I want, want to let you know it's, uh, you, you're an excellent addition to the show. Uh, um, definitely a divine appointment. And, um, I just, uh, thank you for your fellowship and, and, uh, your love and kindness for coming on to the show and thanking our audience too for their, uh, their faithfulness and, um, our numbers grow daily, it seems like. So. Um, this, this is great. We're getting the word out and, uh, people are being educated and can make their own conformed consent. Uh, 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 wait a minute. <laughs> Informed consent. That's what I wanted to say, um, to the different challenges that come to them in this life. So thanks everybody. And thank you, Lord, for this show. So yeah, it's been great. I appreciate the words, kind words, Dave. Thanks. Yeah. Well, they're, they're well earned. Um, okay. Um, Brian, stay on uh, after we, I close the show off, okay? Okay. Uh, so, folks, um, God bless you, and we'll see you next Monday. And um, thanks thanks for being here on this wonderful journey that we call life and we call opposing the matrix. So, good night, y'all. Good night, everybody.